0: Welcome to the MarTech Podcast.
1: I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and today we're going to discuss why ABM is not just good B2B marketing. Joining us is Justin Gray, who is the Chief Commercial Officer at Shift Paradigm, which was built specifically to solve the invisible problems that hurt revenue performance and help organizations align from top to bottom around growth. So far this week, Justin and I have talked about why ABM is not just a marketing strategy, And yesterday, we talked about account-based experience and how that's actually different than account-based marketing. Today, we're going to wrap up our conversation talking a little bit more about technologies and CDPs for ABM. All right, here is the last part of my conversation with Justin Gray, the Chief Commercial Officer at Shift Paradigm. Justin, welcome back to the MarTech Podcast.
2: We're back at it
1: again. Always a pleasure to have you on the show and excited to continue our conversation. You know, we've talked a little bit about the philosophy of ABM, a little bit about the organizational structure and what communication needs to be involved to not just make promises to account-based targets, but to also live up to what you're selling. And today, we want to talk a little bit more about the technology that helps you understand what's happening with your customers and who they are. We're going to get into a little TLA word salad. We're going to talk about the CDPs for ABM, I will try not to make too many acronym jokes, but I, I don't know if I can live up to that. So first off, CDPs, ABM, what's that about?
2: Yeah, I think with the first time we talked, you brought up a topic, which was how have these technologies evolved over time based on user experience. And I, I think CDP, although is not, I wouldn't consider that necessarily an ABM technology, it's one that has certainly become front and center because of the challenges around ABM. And those challenges are most often data-driven right? Like if we want to understand fundamentally our customer, we need to bring in everything that we know about that organization and the buyers within it. And what you find because of, and again, I won't go into a whole tirade on marketing and sales technology, but these are highly opinionated platforms. And so when the influx of tech happened 2006, 2010, in that kind of window, With the adoption of all these different platforms, we eventually want to tick and tie them all together. We want our marketing automation platform and our CRM and our customer service platform, we want those all to integrate. And we want to share the data that we're capturing across all these platforms. The problem is the opinionated data structure that is inherent to each one of those solutions doesn't necessarily provide straight line opportunities for integration. It gets complex or we need to rip something out and it creates this whole like fruit salad nightmare of technology. So CDP is a really interesting, I think, evolution of mentality, but also a direct answer to what we see as being a blocker to really understanding organizations, which is the fact that we just don't have all of our data in a single place where we can tap into it and glean true insights.
1: It's funny because I think of the use and the purpose of CDPs being the opposite of what ABM is for. CDPs, I have so many customers that have so much data that I need to have a central location where it's all aggregated and normalized and then connected to all these different platforms. And ABM is, I just want to focus on a few people and make sure that I know exactly what's happening with those accounts. So what is the purpose of a CDP if you're using ABM? If you're focusing on a small target of customers, your account-based marketing, why do I need a CDP?
2: First and foremost, the CDP space is kind of like the ABM space. It's Highly immature and even us saying CDP means a lot of different things. So I'll almost pivot us into data management, right? Like whether you're talking about large scale data warehouses because you've got massive amounts of data or you're simply talking about better data translation and accessibility. Let's kind of all that under data management or for these purposes, CDP. The first retort I would have is with the digital buyer these days and the complexity in the fact that buyers don't buy in a straight line. They don't buy linearly, like all these great kind of attribution models and lead lifecycle models do a really poor job of representing the trove of digital footprint that every buyer kicks off these days. So even when we're focused on, let's say, 10 accounts, the amount of data that is present there is substantial. But even more so, the way that we capture that data. And store it is a total dependency to how we can leverage that information going forward and action upon it.
1: So give me an example here.
2: So without going super deep into all the technology nightmare that we often unwind, we had one particular client that is a smaller organization, quite frankly. They have a ton of buyers and they handle all the licensing for the US government as it pertains to parks and recreation. So they are selling to consumers. Those consumers are often sharing digital footprints, meaning they're sharing the same laptop, husband and wife, family, two roommates, whatever it might be. That creates a really big bird's nest in terms of understanding who is actually using that terminal, what their preferences are, what they've purchased in the past. And even the way that we house a quote unquote purchase is a big dependency to how we can market and understand that that customer going forward. So. When you're organizing data, I think CDP provides kind of a greenfield landscape. How are we going to capture each one of those points informed by our go-to-market strategy? So let's say for that client, a purchase date is really important because all licenses expire six months after they're originally purchased. We want to make sure that we're capturing that event and also that we're storing it in a manner that makes it super easy to send them messages about renewal send them other complimentary messages about other products they might be interested in. The way data is structured is the key to personalization and understanding who those buyers are. And for a lot of time, we've operated on these siloed platforms like marketing automation or CRM. And the way that we were capturing those events wasn't really thought through. It was simply that we can monitor this. And oh, by the way, later on, we want to do this thing, but my marketing ops, my rev ops folks are telling me, I just can't do that based on the way it was implemented. CDP is kind of the opportunity to go back and fix that data structure with intentional data management so that we can have those conversations with the buyer that we need to, to prove that we really know and understand who they are.
1: A special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex, ready to take your team from I think to I know So give me some scenarios where you have to basically have a retrospective view of your data. Where are you going back and saying, I want to make changes to the data I've collected or how it's analyzed and how does that affect your account-based strategies?
2: To do that, you only need to walk into a sales bullpen, right? Virtual bullpen these days since we're all remote.
1: I think people are actually getting together these days now. It's nice. I know. It's coming back. I've been on two airplanes this month. It was magical.
2: (laughs) So if you talk to a CRO, you brought up that role earlier, they normally will have a wish list of, I wish I could just understand when our buyers were doing this or our clients were doing this. And again, oftentimes you're met with that excuse of, well, we can't really get to that data because of lack of integration or lack of visibility and so on. It's so important that we look at our technology stack and our data management strategy through the lens of what is gonna make our CRO happy what's going to provide them access to that buyer or to that client. And so a lot of times when we're doing technology roadmaps and data roadmaps for clients, we're actually starting with, all right, tell me about your buyer. Let's hop into a a mini ICP exercise, if you will, so that we can take those signals that people wish they could get access to and really kind of reinvent the technology landscape to support those motions that they want to run. Unfortunately, oftentimes we don't learn about how we should have implemented technology until the first time someone says the number one signal for our buyers is actually CEO or executive change. Can we see that? Oh, well, we haven't typically stored that data, right? So it's really important that we look at technology through a go to market lens and ensure that we're implementing these solutions in a way that really captures the heart of who our buyers are.
1: So essentially what I'm hearing from you is the use of a CDP allows for you to have More flexibility with your data, and it allows you to be more retrospective and I don't want to say manipulate, but use data in different formats to try to influence how you're targeting your existing ABM accounts.
2: Completely. I mean, manipulate is actually not a bad word for it.
1: It just sounds like you're going back and changing the
2: data. (laughs) We're simply manipulating how data is captured, how it's stored, and how accessible it is the old adage of like, I just want to integrate these two systems, that doesn't necessarily mean what comes out the other side is going to be usable. And that I think is the most important thing for organizations to keep in mind when they get wind of CDP or just a better data management layer. Really important to think about that through the customer lens, through the prospect lens and ensure that we're we're remedying those gaps.
1: So as we start to look forward here, these are two marketing technologies that it wouldn't necessarily have thought made a lot of sense together your CDPs and your ABM technology stacks, what are some of the other tools that you think are relevant that most marketers haven't thought about integrating together?
2: A lot of the tools required for ABM are not something that is productizable for the most part. ABM is all about finding great signals that unearth compelling events at our clients, unearth what they care about and giving us that window. So like one of the top platforms that I see used out there for ABM are things like Sales Navigator. There are things like LinkedIn that just give us a closer proximity to the buyer. And then there's a lot of other platforms that are helpful along the way. Print and mail is big within ABM. How do I just get that person's attention with something that's really customizable that gets me that path to a meeting? And then how do I capture enough information? This goes back to kind of the CDP play. How do I architect my points of entry, my CRM, my marketing automation platform, so I can really glean insights and start to use these different creative ways, whether that be email or SMS or print and mail or digital ads to react to data that really gives me my best next step. So I think there's tons of great little widget platforms out there. And, you know, someone's always coming up with the next creative way to get a customer's attention. But I think it's probably most important that when we get that exposure, that we're capturing insights that are going to make us more intelligent within the next step
1: fascinating stuff. Justin, let me open the floor to you. Is there anything else that you want to chat about? Anything that you want to promote while we have you here? I know that you're working at Shift Paradigm. Tell us a little bit about your work and how could we help you?
2: Yeah. So the number one thing that I always like to offer is best practice and help. So I would highly encourage folks to visit us at shiftparadigm.com. Our best practices area, our resources area is meant to, you know, we give away most of our best practices for free. Take them, implement them, Let us know if you need additional help. Certainly, if you want to reach out to me directly, LinkedIn is the best channel for that. Happy to answer any questions, provide advice, stupid dad jokes, all that stuff's available for free. And then you mentioned Twitter as well, which happy to field any questions via any of those channels.
1: It's the best place for stupid dad jokes. Absolutely. All right, Justin, I appreciate you coming on the podcast and sharing the knowledge. Thanks again for being my guest. Thank you. All right. And that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Justin Gray, the Chief Commercial Officer at Shift Paradigm. If you'd like to get in touch with Justin, you could find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter where his handle is jgraymatter. That's J-G-R-A-Y-M-A-T-T-E-R. Or you could visit his company's website, which is shiftparadigm.com.